0: This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. Go ahead, do it. I don't. I don't have the thing in front <laughs> of neither me. Do I? I hey. just <laughs> realized I
0: didn't have the script.
1: <laughs> I am not your host, Dan. Um, but it is an all-benchwarmers affair for our teams tonight. Looks like we have Matt and Scott versus myself, and I think Mason is here. Um, <laughs> I hear his voice, but I don't see him anywhere. <laughs> but we'll get to that in a little bit. But first of all, we have a guest host tonight, and it's uh, someone who we've we've heard many, many times before. Ian Hollenberg, how are you tonight? It's good to see you.
2: It's good to be back uh, for time number seven. My fourth as a host, three times as a player. I'm doing well and looking forward.
1: All right. Since you're, number, you're on uh, your seventh show right now, um, give us your favorite athlete who was number seven. Go. Ooh,
2: that's a good one. So there's a number seven who played shortstop for the Mets in the mid-2000s, and I can't really say him anymore. Um, so I will go with another New York number seven, Carmelo Anthony. Mm, all right. Sounds good so matt scott how are you doing who's got the team
0: name uh i'm fine there's uh, yeah and our team name is mainly based off of uh uh before the episode afl discussion but uh should i tell my my story real quick about my uh shoulder oh it was your shoulder yes that my shoulder yeah so um <clears throat> i i years ago wife asked me when i was a little inebriated why brad Bradkey wasn't playing for the twins and uh, while he was on the IL or something, and I said that he had a torn uh, it, it was a word that was very close to labrum, but it was a lady parts word that started with the L also. Uh, I don't know, should I say it or no? Probably no, yes or no, lulva, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I found out yesterday or this morning after I had an MRI yesterday that I also have a, a torn labrum, not a torn labia, so there you go. <laughs> uh but our I'll hand it over to Scott for our, how he's doing in our team name.
3: I'm doing well. Uh you know, just ready to podcast, excited. We'll see how uh how Matt and I do. I think statistically speaking, I'm not an analytics guy or anything, but
0: if only we had one on the podcast right now.
3: I know, I know. It'd be better to let us know how we do as a team. But uh yeah, prior to the recording Matt and Dan were doing their, their patented AFL.
0: Conversation.
1: Chatter. I'm, sure I'm not sure it's patented at this point.
3: I heard some things that I knew. There were some names that I heard. One of the names that I that Matt said was something about Dangerfield being out. And so...
0: Yeah, Patrick Dangerfield.
3: I asked him if it was Rodney uh, Dangerfield. It wasn't. <laughs> but then we got on Rodney Dangerfield a little bit, and David couldn't get off him, and it was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> whole thing. So, in, in light of that, we decided... Our team name for tonight will be Highway to the Danger Field.
0: I love how this is the second time before we start recording. And now Dave is not even here and he's caught shade two times already. (laughs) Used to it, buddy. (laughs) Yep.
1: So I had a um, wonderful experience today. I got to go watch my son in his first, well, first official football practice. He hasn't, uh, he started playing this year um, for the first time in eighth grade. Um probably gonna be his only year um the way it's going right now, but uh oh yeah, I mean they don't cut in eighth grade, they do cut in ninth grade, if you understand what i'm sure. what I'm stepping in there but it was it was nice to see him out there and actually trying something like this he's a he's a big he's he past me in height already mm-hmm. and he's uh getting up there getting up there in weight too, so he's a he's a big kid playing on the offensive line and uh it's, it's nice to see him trying something other than a video game it's it's nice
0: that's
1: cool mason has our team name tonight so we're gonna yes. throw it on over to mason who i think is there
4: yeah yes i think i'm here too I'm not some disembodied voice so yeah my camera's not working it just unexpectedly is not working it's not even letting me click on it i don't even understand why so but yeah today's been kind of an eventful day overall um so i basically told the entire world that my wife was pregnant um, so that's fun so it'll be somewhere around March April ish I don't know when we'll find out it gets close to that point I'm starting to teach tomorrow so that's fun as time recording so first day is tomorrow and that's always fun and I may have accidentally given myself po- food poisoning we're gonna find out may I ask how we're going to find this out I, I don't think you're gonna find out unfortunately hopefully not on the pod you won't be able to see it anyway oh well, we'll be able to hear it though it's an audio medium, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so in honor of that, and the fact that my camera's not working, um, our team name is going to be Technical Difficulties. All right. Dan's son passed him in height,
3: and in about two years, Mason's kid will pass Marcus.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Marcus catching shade now. What wow. Wow. Marcus do? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, let's uh, kick it on over to future past me for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Thank you, Dan. That was wonderful. Eh. I was being nice to myself. You can <laughs> say what you want. I don't care. I can take it. All right. So, Ian, we are going to hand the, uh, the ship over to you. Um, it's in your capable hands. Let's see uh, what you do with it.
2: All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Dan. Today's first quarter will be five on three. Five on three.
1: For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items, where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list.
2: All right, question one, name the five MLB players with the most home runs from opening day 2019 through today.
0: Ian, we're going to check in.
2: All right. Highway to the danger field is checking in. So technical difficulties, you can talk it out.
1: So, Mason, do you
2: do you want to go all five on this? Why? Well, I,
1: I don't know. We have a history of getting four and then saying the fifth one and not yeah. actually checking in with it. I don't know. I think Alonzo is definitely on the list.
4: Right. Along with Judge and Otani. Otani's got to be. You said Matt Olsen, and I said, yes, absolutely. Because he's been – I'm pretty sure if he's – he's not in the lead, but I'm pretty sure he's not too far off right now. Uh, then the other name that you said
1: that is the only other name that I think that we've said so far that
4: could be on here would be Schwarber. Right. And he's kind of the same situation, but i am he had close to 50 last year. I'm pretty sure. He was up there. Yeah. So
1: – I mean then we said like Mookie Betts and uh Arenado. yeah Arenado. Manny Machado even but I don't like oh, I don't like yeah. any of
4: those names. No. Oh man. The Question is how many do you want to put on here? I mean I have three for sure. The question is which one do you feel better about between Olson and Schwarber? Olsen. Okay. I'm I'm with you. I just it's kinda of hard to leave Schwarber off because I know he had like I said, almost fifty. And if this goes back to twenty nineteen that would be when he was still in Chicago and he was still yeah. putting up good numbers there. So that's, you know what? It's the first question of the game. Let's do it. If we have to, if we have to
1: come back, we can come back. Let's do it. Let's do those five. Okay. We're going to check in Alonzo judge Otani um, Olson and Schwarber.
2: All right, Highway to the danger field. Your response.
1: Uh, we had
3: all of those same names. I think Mookie Betts is sneaky. Because he does, he has gotten th- over 30 consistently in that time span. Oh, yeah. We threw out all the other names as, as, as those guys, as well as, you know, a Paul Goldschmidt and Alex Bregman. Um, I threw out a whole, our uh, Jorge Soler. He, uh, yeah. Jorge Soler had, you know, 40 plus for the Royals in that span. He has a lot again this season. And then Vlad Jr. also had what, like a 45 homer season and he's been consistently around 28 to 35 since then. Um, but we wanted to play it safe. We weren't entirely positive on Vlad or on Schwarber, so we checked in with Judge, Otani, Olsen, and Alonso.
2: Great. Both teams receiving points. Nicely hey. done. Ooh,
1: good job, guys. Great.
2: Nice, Mason. Number one, by a good margin, was Pete Alonso with 179 home runs. Um, know Your Host was not intentional that I chose 2019 as a start date for this question. <laughs> Number two is Matt Olson with 162 home runs in this span. Number three was Aaron Judge with 157 home runs. Number four was Kyle Schwartz. Tied for third was Kyle Schwarber, also with 157 home runs. And then number five was Shohei Otani with 145 home runs. The next five were Eugenio Suarez had 142 home runs.
0: Jesus, didn't think about him.
2: Nolan Arenado had 136 home runs. Mm -hmm. Mookie Betts had 134 home runs. Rafael Devers had 134 home runs. And Max Muncy had 131 home runs. So that rounds out the top 10. Nicely done, both teams. All right, question two. Name the last five unique conferences to produce a number one overall pick in the NFL draft based on current conference affiliations. So not when these players played, not future conference realignment, whatever the heck is going on right now in college sports, just based on current conference affiliation.
1: All right, we'll check in.
2: All right. Technical difficulties is checking in. Highway to the danger field. You can talk this one out.
3: Well, SCC is the obvious one, right? Because they're Barrow, Lawrence, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Um, Then we got... uh, Big 12. Baker Mayfield with Big 12.
3: Pac-12 with Goff. Yep. I think is in there. I think this may go back to Winston. So that's ACC. Okay. And then I would think wherever Eastern Michigan is, right? Because Eric Fisher... Eastern
0: Michigan. Jeez. The Mac.
3: Yeah. Right. Cause I can't, I don't think there's anyone after that that we're missing as far as, cause I can't think of this anyone from the big 10, right. That seems like the conference that we're missing.
0: Okay. Well, let's check in then with sec, big 12 Pac 12 ACC and the Mac. Yeah, let's do it. Okay.
2: All right. And technical difficulties. Your answer.
0: Yeah, we pretty much went
4: through a similar logic. Only thing Scott got wrong is Central Michigan, but that doesn't really matter. All the Michigan schools are about the same anyway. Yes. But yeah, we went with the same five. SEC, ACC, Big 12, Pac... Well, Pac 4 in the future, but Pac 12 now. <laughs> and
2: Mac. <laughs> the Pac 4. Both teams are receiving points. So, working backwards, um, the most recent conference to have a number one overall pick is the SEC with Bryce Young in 2023. Um, And the next was ACC with Trevor Lawrence in 2021. And after that was Big 12 with Kyler Murray in 2019, who played for Oklahoma. And then next is Pac-12 with Jared Goff and Cal in 2016. And then as uh, Mason mentioned, next is the Mac with Eric Fisher from Central Michigan in 2013. So nicely done to both teams.
1: I think you have to go all the way back to Jake Long for the Big 10.
2: I believe so, yeah.
1: And then before that... What, that David Carr David maybe? David Carr, probably yeah.
2: Mountain West. Yeah, I think that I think that's correct. All right. Question three. Name the last five second round NBA draft picks by draft date to be named to an all NBA team. Okay.
4: We're gonna check in.
2: All right, cool. Technical difficulties checking in. Um, highway to the danger field. You can talk this one out.
3: Obviously, Jokic is one, but like Draymond Green, he's not making an all NBA. Um, and then I just don't know if it goes back far enough for like a Manu Ginobili or a Michael Red. Um, those guys were drafted a long time ago. So, And I'm also thinking Husky legend Isaiah Thomas, perhaps. But I, I just don't know if he made an all-NBA team either because there's not a lot of good guards. So um, let's just play it safe. I only feel confident on two Matt. So we're going to check in with uh, Nikola Jokic and
4: Chris Middleton.
2: All right. Um, technical difficulties?
4: I'm liking Chris Middleton now that you say that. I had not even thought about him, which kind of concerns me because there's a name on here that goes a little back. So Jokic right away is the easy one. Scott, you dismissed Draymond, but I thought he made one right when the Warriors were really big, like 16, 17. It wouldn't surprise me, but it also, like, it wouldn't because of the team and they got all
3: the clout. But yeah, so many good forwards, it's hard to justify it.
4: Yeah, I... I know he's a second rounder because there's that famous video where he names all the people ahead of him. So I knew he was a second rounder from that. I'm pretty sure Isaiah Thomas made a third team or second team. I know he's the last pick of the second round. And the one I wasn't sure about, because this goes back a little bit, but I'm pretty sure he's a second rounder and he made one, is DeAndre Jordan. Um, So we checked in with Jokic, Draymond Green, Isaiah Thomas, and DeAndre Jordan as our four.
2: All right. One team is receiving points. I'm going to go in reverse chronological order. So the most recent player, second rounder to make an All-NBA team or by draft date is Nikola Jokic from the 2014 draft. Next is Draymond Green from the 2012 draft. Uh, Jokic made five in a row, has made five in a row the past five years. Draymond Green made two in 2016 and 2017. And then after that is Isaiah Thomas from the 2011 draft who made one All-NBA team in 2017. And then after that, you have two players from the 2008 draft. You have Goran Dragic, who made an All-NBA team in 2014. And then you have DeAndre Jordan from the 08 draft, who made three straight All-NBA teams from 2015 to 2017. So nicely done technical difficulties.
4: Wow, Mason,
1: Whoa, good job. I
2: knew
4: it was, was going to be close. That's why I was worried about it.
2: Yeah, Yeah, Chris Middleton's never made an All-NBA team.
3: That's crazy that Draymond has made two, and Chris Middleton hasn't made one. Especially, the, he had a season where... He shot like fifty percent from the field, forty from three, ninety from free throw. Average over twenty. Wow.
2: Um. Map score update.
0: Oh, so yep. After the first quarter, uh, technical difficulties has one hundred and forty points, and Highway to the Danger Field has ninety points.
1: We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks.
2: All right. Today's second quarter will be David versus Goliath.
1: David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of 3 pairs of questions, one easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, the teams will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 25 points and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. So,
2: today's David versus Goliath as a the theme. Um, I will name either a championship winning or a championship losing team and a year. And you have to name the only player on that team to be in their sports hall of fame. So if I said the 2003 Florida Marlins, the answer would be Yvonne Rodriguez. Does that make sense? Yep. So all of these teams have exactly one player who is in their sports hall of fame. You have to name that one player. Wait, there's,
0: their, sports their sport fame, not the team. yeah so in correct. the major so the league baseball sport. hall of Fame, exactly not correct. in the florida exactly. marlins hall of fame yeah
2: correct yes um cool and just one other caveat managers or coaches don't count so if that team's manager or coaches in the hall of fame it doesn't count. actually players that were on that team's roster got it awesome all right ready for question one mm-hmm. all right question one david 2001 arizona diamondbacks Goliath 2010-11 Boston Bruins
0: uh Ian, we're going to check in. All
2: right. Highway to the Danger Field is checking in. Uh technical difficulties, you can talk it out. All right. Um I'm
1: yeah, like I said before, I'm I'm pretty positive that this is Mark Recchi. Um yeah. and I I I and you asked me if he if that was like the end of his career. And I'm pretty sure it was, I, I think he won the cup and then, and then um retired. I I was just, I'm just trying to remember if he is in the hall of fame. I think he is. I mean, we can go with Randy Johnson, but I, I, I feel, I feel 80% on recce.
4: Okay. Well then I like the EV of that. So, we
1: can go with it. All right. We're going to check in the Goliath with Mark
2: Reckie. All right. Technical difficulties, checking in with Mark Reckie. Uh Matt and Scott, your answer?
0: Yeah. When it comes to the Bruins, the very first name I wrote down was Mark Reckie. And there's Patrice Bergeron that Sean Thornton was on. Oh, I wrote Berg- Bergman. Yeah, I meant Bergeron. <laughs> <laughs> um, And Tim Thomas was their goalkeeper. But uh, I don't think any of those guys are in the Hall of Fame. But none of those names. I mean, I even if you. I mean, Mark Rickey. I mean, probably. But the NHL Hall of Fame is so tricky. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't even know if it's at the NHL Hall of Fame. Do they have like six different Hall of Fames? So I don't know. We went with uh, Randy Johnson.
2: All right. Both teams receiving points. Nicely done. Yep. The David is Randy Johnson, who was elected to the Hall of Fame in 2015. And the Goliath was Mark Reckey, who was elected in 2017. And Dan, you're exactly right. He won a Stanley Cup in his very last season in the NHL with the Bruins. He had previously won with the Pittsburgh Penguins in 91 and the Carolina Hurricanes in 2006. So well done to both teams. All right. Question two. David, 1985, Kansas City Royals. Goliath, 1999, 2000, Atlanta Falcons.
1: You mean the uh, 98, 99 Falcons?
2: Um, probably. That, that was the yeah, team. Yeah, that, that was the team. Okay, yes. Sorry, Sorry. That was the team that
1: finished 14. Thank you for Apolo- bringing that up, by the Apologies. way.
2: Apologies. Yeah, <laughs> just,
3: it's definitely 98. I remember when they got through this Bowl.
2: Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 98, 99 okay. Falcons. Apologies. <laughs>
1: You wanna say that again? So yep, have... let's
2: yep, let's say it again. Um all right. Question two David, nineteen eighty-five Kansas City Royals, Goliath, nineteen ninety eight ninety nine Atlanta Falcons. All
4: right, check in.
2: All right. Technical difficulties, check in. Scott and Matt, you can talk it out.
3: Well, it sounds like they have Goliath, so yeah. Just think on this a little bit. Who's on that defense? Um uh I don't think it's I mean Jamal Anderson's not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah,
0: I didn't think uh, so either, but.
3: Ch- Chandler's the QB. They had average receivers. Um, they
0: Dead Ray Buchanan. Like, yeah, I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame, though. No, I don't think he's a Hall of Fame. Then they uh, have like. free uh, safety, they had Eugene Robinson, but I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I'm pretty sure Dan Reeves is a Hall of Famer, but coaches don't. Yeah, count. coaches don't count. So uh, where would this come from? Is it the so Kicker it special is it teamer? Like something? Yeah, funny like Anderson?
3: That?
0: He was their kicker.
3: Yeah, uh, I do think he. I mean, I know he hit a game? really clutch field goal in one of their playoff games.
0: I mean, Morton than Anderson's one of those kickers that's been around. I, for I know a he was years. Like,
3: I think he's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, not my favorite Anderson kicker. That would be Gary, but
0: you know, I think that's probably our best. He has
3: been
4: holding, restraining himself.
3: Oh, No, I, I'm not
4: even saying that sarcastically. I prefer <laughs> Gary to Morton when it comes to Andersons. Dan's bottom lip is quivering. I'm looking at it right now. You can't see me, but I can see the <laughs> Uh I
3: think we go Morton Anderson, Matt. We got it. We're down. We got it.
2: Yeah, we're down. We gotta go. We're gonna go Morton Anderson. All right,
3: we're checking that in again.
2: All right, Matt and Scott checking in with Morton Anderson. Uh, Dan Danny Mason, your answer. I was at Canton, um, a week ago.
1: Yes, were. Nice. At the uh, at the Hall of Fame and. Um, I was sitting in a theater where we were um we saw just a bunch of um like weird memorabilia that the Hall of Fame had. They were showing a bunch of stuff and before before they did that, before well while people were coming in to sit down, there was a guy up front who was just asking trivia questions. um, and after five in a row, they told me I couldn't answer anymore. so um, <laughs> but one of the questions that they asked was name somebody from outside of the United States that was in the hall of fame. And I said, Morton Anderson right off the top of my head who um, he was from Norway. Um, and that was that, that he was definitely the kicker for the Falcons that year. Cause it was Anderson versus Anderson. One of them did better than the other that day. So we, uh, we also checked in Morton Anderson.
2: All right, Dan and Mason checking in with Morton Anderson and both teams receiving points. Nicely done. Did not fall for my kicker trap. Well done. Um, Yep, no <laughs> offensive or defensive players on that t- Super Bowl losing team are in the Hall of Fame, interestingly enough. All right, cool. Question three. David, 1993-94 Houston Rockets. Goliath, 2013 Minnesota Lynx.
0: Oh, geez. Let's go with David then.
2: All right.
3: Goliath, I mean, we're checking in.
0: Yeah, All we're right. gonna check in with six. Jeez. All right. <laughs> oh, wait, wrong quarter, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, highway to the danger field is checking in. So technical difficulties you can talk it out. The more that I think about this, I, I think
1: that the only person that it could be for the um for the links would be Lindsay Whalen. But I, I, don't, I, I don't how how remember. sure are you on that? I don't remember her
4: I don't remember her being inducted, but so when did she, when did Waylon retire? Do you have any idea on that? Um, yeah,
1: it was a while I mean, from. Well, the thing is, is she, she was the Minnesota University of Minnesota basketball coach. Right after she retired from the Lynx, and and- I want to say that may have been twenty eighteen. So. Do you think she could have maybe got inducted in the last couple of years? Then she she must she has to be the only person on that team that I I don't, I, I Augustus isn't eligible, and I don't think Maya Moore is. I, I think she actually ended up playing longer than you than than I thought. Okay, so all
4: right, I, it's up to you, Dan. She's the, the only the person
1: call. that I can think of that. What? Well, yeah, I'm 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 gonna say yeah. She's she's in. Okay, all
2: we're right, gonna go say it, we're
1: gonna say Lindsay Whalen. For the goliath
2: all right technical difficulties checking in with lindsey whalen highway to the danger field um what would you come up with
0: yeah we had almost the exact same discussion back and forth uh scott threw out katie smith and i don't think katie smith ever played for the links but i don't know for sure um then we talked about simone augustus and my only contributions were maya moore and lindsey whalen so same as you guys we don't know for sure so we said Hakeem Olajuwon for the David
2: all right both teams receiving points nicely done yes the David is Hakeem Olajuwon Uh, if I said 1994-95 it would be Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler but 93-94 was just Olajuwon and yep the Goliath was Lindsay Whalen, who was inducted in 2022 so this past year and she had a longer career than you would expect she played from 04 to 18 so she played 14 years Won four NBA titles, uh five All-Star teams, three all NBA all wnba first teams. So yeah, so she had a she had a good career. Yep.
0: Yeah, her her college career at Minnesota. I was gonna was say great, great college career to too yeah. with. I mean, yeah. yeah. Would yeah she they,
2: uh, be- with, who'd she play for
0: with who she play with before the Lakes? Connecticut Sun. Connecticut Sun, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she she I I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, she and um Tarasi had a big um like final was a final four game against one another um during during her time in college um yeah. and those those two coming out were going to be the next big things
2: and to still playing unbelievable yeah. and playing extremely well too yeah yeah cool. all right um matt score update heading into halftime
0: Oh, that's right. We only have three in this round. I forgot about that. Uh well, uh extending their lead. Uh technical difficulties has 290 points to highway to the danger field has 190.
2: Dan and Mason, great job. Three for three on Goliath is impressive. Of them,
1: you put two of them in my wheelhouse though. Yeah, Dan <laughs> took most of that one. All right. You you put you put a team that I've been trying to forget for like the last twenty some
0: mm-hmm. years into my head. All right. I just want to go. I just want it on record that I'm not the one that brought that up at all. So <laughs> acknowledge stuff. <laughs> it me. Uh, I, I appreciate, I appreciate me. that, man. It was
2: Thank me. You. All right. So that brings us to halftime.
1: It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports. With each question worth twenty-five points.
2: All right. For this halftime, I'm going to name a TV character and a professional sports league, and you need to tell me the team in that league that the character is a fan of.
0: Oh, I like this. Uh, okay,
2: it makes sense.
4: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, Dan, oh. you got this. Good luck.
2: All I right. Don't know if I got this, but. All right. Question one, Joey Tribbiani, NBA.
0: Check in. Yeah, we can check in too.
2: All right. Um, so I guess the highway to the Dangerfield checked in second, so you can give your answer yeah, first.
0: He's a Knicks fan.
2: Guys, um, so the highway to Dangerfield checks in with the Knicks um, and Dan Mason. Your answer? Screw the Knicks. Whoa. <laughs> it's the Knicks. Nicely done. Yep. Both teams receiving points. It is the Knicks. Um, Probably the most famous instance of his fandom was when he was watching a Knicks game in the waiting room when Ross's ex-wife was having a baby and he got into an argument about the team with a pregnant lady. Yeah. That was, a... <laughs> that was, was Leah that was... Remini, wasn't it? Leah
0: Remini. Yeah. Yep.
2: Nice. All right. Cool. Yeah. Nicely done. All right. Question two. Hank Hill, NFL.
0: We can check in.
2: All right. Highway to the danger field. Checking in. Uh, technical difficulties. You can talk someone out.
4: Has to be the Cowboys. That's what I was thinking too. It just would make the most sense for, right? For the show. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I you got
1: to think it's the, he's a big fan of like Tom Landry or something like that, right? He's, got...
4: Mine, yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure he's a, he's a Texas Longhorn fan to start off with, like collegiately. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So I that would make the most sense to me.
1: Yeah. We're so, going to check in with the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys.
2: All right. Technical difficulty checking in with the Dallas Cowboys, a highway to the danger field. Your answer.
0: Yeah. So in one of the episodes, Hank Hill has like a halftime game that he wants to play Where he throws a ball into like a thing at a Cowboys game. And so he has the, what's like a seventies era quarterback, Cowboys quarterback, what? what's oh, it, Roger, Roger, Staubach? Staubach? Roger Staubach. Yep. And he, and Roger take, doesn't take off his jacket and he misses the throw. And then he goes like, "Why didn't you make the throw?" He's like, "Well, it's cold in New Mexico when I throw the ball, and I was warming up and whatever." Anyway, yeah, the the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Yep, both teams receiving points. The answer is the Cowboys. Yep, King of the Hill takes place in Arlen, Texas, which oh. I believe is a fictional town, but I'm not positive.
1: They have a, a it... propane and propane accessories. They store do. There,
0: though. Yes. Yep. <laughs> you uh, you taste the meat, not the heat.
1: <laughs> I love right. I, I love Hank Hill.
0: Lo- <laughs> so love good, him. so good. I, I so only, good. It I only watch top. it because my wife absolutely loves it, and she's watched the thousand. So I've seen every episode like a dozen times. But
2: all right, I imagine this will be a quick check in, but we shall see. All right, question three: Red Foreman, NFL.
0: We'll check in.
1: Check right.
4: In. I, I Mason's got to be the Packers. We we'll checked in that quickly. I didn't even I didn't get the character. It's Red Foreman from, from uh,
0: that, 70s, that show. 70s
4: show. Oh, I've never that, seen it. Red right. Foreman from that 90s show. They're from Wisconsin. Yeah. Or, yeah okay. I know that. I just haven't seen the show. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be, be the Packers.
0: Yeah. They go to a game and famously. We'll check in the whoa, Packers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right. Technical difficulties checking in with the Packers. Um, tie away to the danger field. Your answer?
0: Yeah. Uh, what's uh, Topher Grace's character name? I forget. Eric. Eric. So yeah, they go to a game and uh, the dad sends them uh, down to get, gives them money to go get a Jersey and he comes back with the bears Jersey. But yeah, red is a, a Packers fan.
2: Yep. Both teams receiving points um, answer is the Packers and that's a new show. Like you mentioned, takes place in fictional point place, Wisconsin.
0: All right. Well, after halftime, the, uh, the scores changed, but the uh, difference did not with uh, both teams sweeping that round. 265 for highway to the danger field and 365 for technical difficulties.
2: Now on to the second half. We'd like
1: to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Benchwarmers TP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this
2: podcast. Thanks! Today's third quarter will be pre- and post-game.
1: Pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be four before- and after-style questions. For example, if I said, What all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, Mason, this is where you and I get to have some fun.
2: All right, question one. This seven-time All-Star 2005 AL batting champ and current special assistant to the GM for the AL West team he played with for 13 years. Also co led the NFL in scoring in 2020 with 144 points.
4: But that doesn't make sense to me. Yes, it does. Yes, it oh, does. Yes, it? it does. Oh, yeah. damn it. They Thank you. It. I was, I, this is a name I threw in my head and I was going to propose this, but it works out. That's a guy. Oh, that's a name. That is a name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's check i mean in if you're then. sure about the first half yeah yeah sure well now i'm really sure it would fit it makes yeah. sense to me yeah okay we'll
2: all right check in. all right awesome so um technical difficulties is checking in uh highway to the danger field your response you can talk this one out
3: michael young way that's what we're checking in
2: with all right highway to the danger field checking in with michael Youngway Koo, um and dan and mason what did you come up with?
4: Yeah, Dan came up with the first half because I was I was struggling with the second half because it would either be a kicker or someone that scored 24 touchdowns, <laughs> which probably wasn't going to happen. Um, so I'm glad Dan came up with the first half of Michael Young, and Young-Waiku works really nicely with it in 2020. It's one of his
2: best years, so that would make sense. Um, so we also checked in with Michael young Waku. Yep, both teams receiving points. Yep, Michael Young was on the Rangers from 2000 to 2012. then he jumped around a little bit his last year. He was on both the Phillies and the Dodgers in 2013. Then he retired and joined the Rangers front office in 2014. And Young-Wei Koo, as mentioned, had his best year in 2020 with the Falcons. And he co-led the NFL in scoring with Jason Sanders from the Dolphins and Daniel Carlson from the Las Vegas Raiders. Nicely done. Question two. This three-time All-Star, one-time World Series champ, and 2018 NL Saves leader set his AFC South franchise's record for passing yards by a rookie QB in 2021.
0: You want to check that in, Scott?
2: Yep. Oh, I see why and, you're saying And that.
0: listen to these guys talk it out, because they're, of course, going to get it when they talk it out. Yep. We're going to check this in, Ian.
2: All right. Highway to the Dangerfield is checking in, so that means that Technical Difficulties can talk this one out.
1: It does... Wade Davis help you with anything? He would be up there. Um, uh, he'd be 20... a one-time World Series winner.
4: The Royal. Where did he win his? Oh, Royals. Royals yeah, yeah. Uh, I know he bounced around a lot recently. So you're thinking Davis Mills, I assume, for the second half? That's well, that Wade. I'm pretty sure it's Wade Davis. Okay, because I mean, my first thought for the second half was Trevor Lawrence but obviously nothing really works with that. Trevor, the vampire. I feel like, yeah, Wade Davis makes a lot more sense. Cause I couldn't think of anything else. So, all right. I'm good with that. All right. What were we saying? It's what, sorry. I, <laughs>
1: Wade Davis it. mills. Wait, thank you. I've lost,
2: I lost it. All right. So technical difficulties, checking in with Wade Davis mills, highway to the danger field. What'd you come up with?
0: Yeah. So we, I threw out Trevor Lawrence and it was like, uh, no, I don't think so. And then Scott said Davis Mills. And I said, well, if it's Davis Mills, it has to be Wade Davis then. So so Wade Davis Mills.
2: Yep, both teams receiving points. The answer is Wade Davis Mills. Wade Davis made three All-Stars um, games. He made two with the Royals in 2015 and 2016, and then made one with the Chicago Cubs in 2017. He won a World Series in 2015 with the Kansas City Royals. Again, a World Series I try to forget. And then he led the NL in saves in 2018. 20- 18th member of the Colorado Rockies. Cool. Question. Gonna,
1: sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. No. No. Go ahead. I, I was gonna. I was gonna ask if you were gonna ask about walk off box.
2: Hmm.
3: You mean walk offs?
2: Balk <laughs> offs. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Did Wade Davis have a walk off balk? No.
1: Oh. The Mets <laughs> did. <but>.
2: Mm. Okay. <laughs> yep. Also, also just shoved, shoved into the the recesses yeah. of my brain. You, Try not you br- to think about you, brought, of these things. you brought
1: up the ninety-eight,
2: ninety-nine. Yeah. Um... So it's, it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> all, all is fair. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. All right. Cool. Question three, this Venezuelan catcher and 2018 world series champion finished fourth in the NHL and goals during the 22, 23 season with 52, 12 behind his three time Hart trophy winning teammate. We'll check in. Alright. Highway to the danger field. Checks in. So, um technical difficulties. You can talk this one out.
4: Yeah. Bother um, me because I don't know the name of the catcher's first name the catcher, last name is I guess Leon. Yeah. But yeah, the other part's Leon Dry Once you've sent the a different spelling of it, it jog my memory of who that was. Um the only ca- see, I like the only other catcher I remember from the Red Sox around that time was Christian Vasquez, but obviously that doesn't work, so it's this guy named Leon that I can't remember his first name, I yeah don't, I, don't, don't, I don't I don't think I, this, I don't think this was a person that particularly stood out in any way other than just being on that team. I can't even recall his career, but I just I, that that's the only thing I can think of that's gonna fit with this
1: yeah it's it's yeah, it's gotta be someone like that. i I don't know who it is though I don't so. We can I just guess a first I'm name. A, yeah, pick pick a pick a first name of a catcher.
4: No, I'm I'm trying to think of anything. I don't know. Um, Pudge. <laughs> <laughs> that could be his nickname. We might get away yeah, with just, that. You Say fudge. Fun. Uh, yes. Easy. easy. I say. We were Pudge Leon. <laughs> that actually sounds so incredible. I don't have anything. I have. I don't even have a name at this point. So. I'm, if you have something better, I don't, I don't, I, it's not going to come to me at any point. I don't, I don't know
1: who this person okay. is. Yeah. I <laughs> must have seen him play. I saw the Red Sox play in Minnesota that year, but I, I don't remember. Didn't make an impact. All right. Well,
4: let's go with uh, Tim Leone. I don't know. <laughs> it makes Tim. it even
1: worse. Sure. Tim. Tim. <laughs> There's some who you... call him Tim. I I don't know. I'm
3: just,
4: I
1: just we're going to go with wanna...
4: we're going to go with Pudge Leon Dry sidle. <laughs> we're not going to get a half credit but I think
2: you know that <laughs> part. All right, technical difficulty checking in with Pudge Leon Drysdale. Uh highway to the Dangerfield. What do you come up with?
3: This, this was the most backwards pre and post game ever because Mac got the baseball player and I got the hockey player, <laughs> which is <laughs> normally quite the opposite for us. Um but yeah, I, I was like I know they had a defensive specialist at catcher, and uh, Matt said Vasquez, which yeah, Christian Vasquez, but it wasn't him. Right. Then after, after we started thinking, Matt threw in the chat, Sandy Leon, which was a great pull, and then I went, oh well, then it has to be Leon Dreisaitl. So we checked in with Sandy Leon Dreisaitl.
1: Dang what? it, that's that's a, that, that's a
2: that's a catcher's first name.
0: <laughs> yes, it is.
2: One team receiving points. The answer is Sandy Leon think Both teams pretty much it. Sandy Leon split the catching duties with Christian Vasquez for the 2018 Red Sox. It's hard to remember everyone because that team was stacked. Mm-hmm. So the, the catcher was kind of Fell a little bit under the radar. I mean, that team had Mookie and JD Martinez and Benatendi and Devers and yeah. Bogarts. I mean, well, that team was unbelievable.
3: It's not only that too. Like now, that there's such a there's so many teams that do like a almost straight fifty fifty split at catcher. Whereas back in the day, it was eighty twenty. You know, yeah. like your catcher was your catcher, and you know you had your Eddie Perez who would go out there and mm. catch a certain guy. But now because yeah. it's fifty fifty, it's so hard to to keep track of what yeah. year this guy was on what team. Had yeah, had your
0: you had your getaway day catcher that played once every five days. So. Yeah, you had your Doug yeah. Mirabelli. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sandy Leon played in eighty nine games, and Christian Vasquez played eighty games. So yeah. they they really they split uh, the duties. And then Drysital, I mean, just one of the best goal goal scorers in the league. I think he'd be more of a household name if he didn't play with Connor McDavid. But fifty five goals in twenty one twenty two, fifty two goals in twenty two twenty three. And then 50 a few years earlier, back in 2018-19. Yeah, it's pretty surprising that the Oilers haven't had more postseason success. But alas. Shout out
1: to Scott Barber and, well, and Jeffrey Seguritan, who was also there that night when we went out to see the Twins-Sox game that night. And the Twins put on a show that night and beat Chris Sale. It was was nice. I wonder which guy was catching.
2: (laughs) Wonder. All right. Question four. This eight-time All-Star and three-time defensive player of the year, who was a first-team All-NBA selection each year from 2007 to 2012, is a 1986 World Series champion with the fourth-most home runs in New York Mets history.
3: Pretty sure it says, Matt. Love it. Go with that? hmm All right. We're checked in.
2: All right. Highway to the Dangerfield Field checked in, so technical difficulties. You can talk this one out.
1: It's going to be uh, Dwight Howard Johnson.
2: Okay.
1: Sounds good to me. Yeah, that's, that's got to be it. Yep, Makes yeah, sense. We'll, we'll check that in.
2: All right. Technical difficulties checking in with Dwight Howard Johnson. Um, highway to the danger field, what did you come up with?
3: Yeah, I used to live down the street from a Hojo um, back in 2012. Uh, <laughs> the answer is Dwight Howard Johnson.
2: Yep. Both teams receiving points. The correct answer is Dwight Howard Johnson. Dwight Howard was an NBA 75 snub. Not really sure how he didn't make that list. Probably politics, but alas. And Howard Johnson had a super underrated career. I mean, mm-hmm. three time member of the 30 30 club, fourth to only Barry Bonds, Bobby Bonds, Alfonso Soriano, led the NL in home runs in 1991, won two World Series. So, yeah, he had a great career and had a had a long Mets stint. He, Keith Alonso, is knocking on that number four. I was going to say, position, though. Yeah. to be getting there. It's like right there. Yeah. I think he's like about 13 ish home runs away. He, um, if he sticks
1: around, he'll catch strawberry.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because right now it's uh, first is strawberry, and then Wright, then Piazza, then Howard Johnson, then Pete Alonso. So Pete Alonso, if he extends and stays with the Mets, which I'm hoping he does, um, he can definitely reach that. Seriously. I think it's like I think it's like 80 more home runs or something. So it's only like a couple more really good seasons, and then he can get there. I mean, really, uh, what's money to the Mets, right? I know, right. With, with, with Uncle Steve. Yeah. Great. Uh, Matt, score check heading into the fourth quarter.
0: Sure. Uh, well, Highway to Dangerfield uh, made up a little bit of ground, 365 going into the fourth quarter. But technical difficulty still has 440.
1: <laughs> that's, that's how we do this, Matt, 365. Mm-hmm. We did that a while ago. All right. Um, <laughs> it seems like oh, it.
2: <laughs> now on to the fourth quarter.
1: The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total.
2: Um, Today's fourth quarter categories are Dennis, which um, pertains to NBA, Charlie, which is college football, Mac, which is NFL, and D, which is MLB. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in Dennis, NBA. Hall of Fame guard and NBA 75 snub Dennis Johnson started at LA Harbor college for two years before transferring to this current West coast conference school. He's the only alum of this school to be inducted into the basketball hall of fame. All right. Well, we're going to check in. All right. Technical difficulties checking in. So Matt and Scott, you can talk this one out. I, think I thought right, I, Matt.
0: I thought I remember him going to Pepperdine.
3: I think you're right. It makes sense. It's very close to LA Harbor college. You wouldn't have had to go far. So that makes a ton of sense. I'm, I'm good with
0: it. We're going to check in with that for 91 points.
2: All right. Highway to the danger field, checking in with Pepperdine for 91 points, technical difficulties. what do you come up with? Yeah,
1: it's, it's Pepperdine. Um, we checked in for 72 points, which coincidentally, anyone who was born in 1972
2: may have been graduated from high school in 1991 that all right both teams receiving points the correct answer is pepperdine question two in charlie college football in 2014 charlie weiss went three and nine overall and one and eight in conference play in his final season as head coach of the kansas jayhawks weiss's lone conference win came against iowa state on um, november 8th 2014 which then freshman and current nfl player who had a career high 788 receiving yards in 2022, and will be playing for a new team this season? Had five catches for 70 yards for Iowa State in the loss. We'll check in. All right, technical difficulties. Checking in. Highway to the Dangerfield. You can talk this one out.
3: Uh, we don't have to. This is someone that that Matt's seemingly on a first name basis with because that's mm-hmm. all he sent me initially, and I was like, "Who the hell's <laughs> out in my head?" <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was having a sad time remembering his last name. Yeah, Alan Lazard um, played for Jacksonville, then with the Packers, and now next year he's playing with the Jets. And he famously, like, I think he has most of the receiving records at Iowa State. And he was there about that time, so I thought there's no one else it could be. So we checked in for 91 points with Alan Lazard.
2: All right, how it's a danger field checking in with Alan Lazard. Uh Technical difficulties, what did you come up with?
4: Yeah, I basically kind of tried to put everything together. First Iowa State receiver I could think of was Alan Lazard, um, just off the top of my head. Um, And it seemed to make sense because I'm pretty sure got drafted around 17, 18, somewhere in there. Um, Switching teams this year, it all seemed to kind of fit. So we also went with Alan Lazard for 73 points.
2: Both teams receiving points, the correct answer is Alan Lazard. Yeah, he played for Iowa State. As Matt said, he had the most of the receiving records um, for the Cyclones, um, was, on the, was undrafted, was a practice squad member, I believe, for the Jaguars, and then caught on with the Packers, was there for, from 2018 to 2022, and now he is on the Jets. Question three in MAC for NFL... With nine touchdowns in 2021 and two touchdowns in 2022, who's the only player to have caught 10 NFL touchdown passes for Mac Jones? We're going to check in. All right. Technical difficulties is checking in. So Matt and Scott, you can talk this one out.
4: Want to go with Hunter Henry? Let's
3: do it. We're going to check in with Hunter Henry for 91 points.
2: All right. Scott and Matt are checking in with Hunter Henry for 91 points. Uh, Dan and Mason, what did you come up with?
4: Yeah. So I just started naming a bunch of Receivers and tight receivers ends for, don't catch touchdowns, right? That's the problem. Um, so the Kobe Myers, I think, had actually had too many this last year. He had more than two, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't think so, he had nine the year before that, though. No, his whole thing was he didn't catch them, right? Uh, Devontae Parker doesn't work because he's only played with the team for one year, yeah. Nelson Aguilar the year before, right? It's a lot of bad names. Um, but yeah, the first name I sent today was Hunter Henry, he has played for the team for two years. I remember the first year is pretty solid, so it seemed to make sense. So checked in with Hunter Henry for 73.
2: All right. Both teams receiving points. The correct answer is Hunter Henry. Um, Not much flavor text there. The Patriots receiving core the past two years have just not been very good.
0: Score update before we go into the fourth question here, the fourth quarter. So uh, technical difficulties has 658. And uh, highway to the danger field has 638. So, Ooh. only 20 points difference.
2: Okay, We've got a game. All right. Question four in D, MLB. In 2015, D Gordon won the NL Gold Glove Award at second base while playing for the Miami Marlins. Name one of the other two NL second base Gold Glove finalists that season. Hint neither played in Gordon's division. We'll check in. All right. Matt and Scott checking in. Dan and Mason, you can talk it out.
4: We came up with two names right off the bat. We yeah, we both did. Um, that are not in the in the list. <laughs> I'm just trying to think if there's any other names. Yeah, my first thought was Brandon Phillips because he was a big I like name that. Right there. I like that. I said I said Lemayhew, but right, tugging at my heartstrings. But um, ugh, I don't I I don't hate either one of those. I like Phillips better. I do too. I do too. I wouldn't let's, be surprised let's... if both of them are right. Um, let's go with Phillips was... then. Yeah, because I was thinking of twenty fifteen second baseman, Brandon Phillips' the first names I can think of. He was pretty big then. Plus you've uh, you've owned the fourth quarter of this this game, so Okay. So we'll go with Brandon Phillips for seventy three.
2: All right. Technical difficulties checking in with Brandon Phillips for seventy three points. Matt and Scott, you can talk this one out.
3: Uh no, we had a oh. Yeah, we checked in. We don't even talk Oh you out. checked in. Um, sorry, sorry. We checked in with DJ LeMahieu for 91
2: points. All right, both teams are receiving points. Dan and Mason, you're exactly right. Yep, the two other finalists were DJ LeMahieu of the Colorado Rockies and Brandon Phillips of the Cincinnati Reds. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Highway to the Dangerfields finishes with 729 points, and our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Davis Mills Award with 731 points is technical difficulties. Mhm, yeah, I' off
3: to someone who's not even on camera.
0: well, I'll say thank you to Ian for uh coming on writing games. You're probably I think you're the most prolific game writer and host. Um, of all of our you know, non-benchwarmers, of our guests, right? I don't think anyone else has wow. done. How many have you done now? Three or four? My fourth, I think. Four. This is your fourth. Yeah. And, that's, yeah.
1: and that's because we brought David Lux on.
0: Yeah, because he was more <laughs> prolific. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, we don't talk. We'll let you talk. So is there anything that you want to hype or bump or huh? promote or... Bump. You want to talk more about uh, <laughs> something yeah. from earlier in the episode? Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, you want to talk more about your Mets or um, you no? Know? Um, I doubt Not much. To, not do much to
2: talk about the, the Mets right now. Um, fire sale was not super fun. Um, nothing to promote. Just thank you for having me on. it's Always so much fun to write these questions, and I'm glad you all enjoyed. All
0: right.
2: We did. If you want Let to take do us do out? That. Go
0: ahead and take us out.
2: On behalf of Matt, Dan, Scott, Mason, and myself, we'd like to say thanks for listening to the Bench Warmers Tribute Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm.
1: That ball hit high and
2: deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get
0: on
1: back there. They look up. You can! Put it on the board! Yes!
0: Yes! Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Bench TP.